Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I tackle life's most important question How do I become a saint? Today's podcast is titled Dinner at Home. I have with me Dr. John Cutterback. Doctor, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. Great to be with you, Brandon. I'm going to, of course, let uh, you introduce yourself. But before we get going, I just want to plug our sponsor for the Gotta Be Saints podcast. That is Good Catholic. Good Catholic is a digital media service that provides wonderful series that are enriching on the faith. I invite you to check them out at goodcatholic.com. If you use code GOTTA, G-O-T-T-A, you can get 20% off any series order. So that's code GOTTA on goodcatholic.com. And our second sponsor is The Catholic Company, who is also my employer. I invite you to check them out. They are a one-stop shop for all of your Catholic needs, from rosaries to books to clothing. The Catholic Company has it all. So use code GATA for 20% off any order. You're not going to find a better code out there. That's code GATA for 20% off. So I mentioned today's podcast is titled Dinner at Home. So I'm going to let Dr. John introduce himself, but um, this is going to be a, a conversation about the beauty of, of, of the dinner, the dinner table, the meal time, and then I too want this work-life balance myself. And I think you make a really good point that there's value there in just even addressing that with your employer. And just one more quick story. I had a guy I worked with at my last, my last company, and I'll never forget this. Uh, I had the utmost respect for this man, um, a good Catholic. And we were talking one time and he had just been named partner uh, with this company or one of the partners. And uh, it was a, a, a consulting firm. And I'm talking to him and he said, you know, Brendan, or this is maybe about three or four months down the road after he's been named. And I said, how's it going? And he said, you know, it's going well, but here's the reality. If they do not think that I'm good for this, I will walk away happily because they know how important it is for me to be home with my kids and to be with my wife. And I put everything I can during the workday into my job, but I do not let this consume me. And I feel very comfortable with that because my family is my vocation. That's my calling. And this is a job that I do to provide, but I can find other work. And I'll never forget that because I already respected this man. I already thought the world of him. But to hear him say that really just, it was, it was powerful because in most workplaces today, we're taught as men, especially that every, our, our production is everything. We should be we should be grinding for those 80 hour weeks because if we're not doing that, we're not doing enough. And I just don't think that's true. And I think you probably agree full heartedly if, or we wouldn't be talking about this. Right. Right. Amen. And that, and, and that, is, that, that is a beautiful testimony. And I think Brendan, part of, part of the challenge is there are very good men, husbands and fathers who their heart is in the right place but perhaps we need a reminder on this point, right? I think, um, I mean, I've certainly seen it in my own life as a dad, you know, one, one of the, one of the comic ironic 
things is at times my wife and I laugh about this that um, say, oh, sorry, dear, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to make it home. I got to go talk about how to be a good dad. You know, it, it's 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 so it's so easy to get caught up in your work. Right? I mean, we 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 men particularly are kind of work oriented in the, but especially in a social cultural context that puts all of the emphasis on the things that you do outside the home. You know, Aristotle, great philosopher, love quoting him. Aristotle says a society tends to produce the kind of men that it honors. Think about what kind of men mm-hmm. we honor as a society. We utterly ignore the men who actually, in general, put first things first. And we raise up the guys who, they're not necessarily bad men, but who, but who excel in things that ultimately are peripheral or in any case are a lot less important. You know, I mean, think, 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 think if you had St. Joseph in our society, even in his own society, he would have been somewhat hidden. Absolutely. But, I, but more so, much more so in a society that kind of explicitly puts to the forefront values that are contrary to the values of, of home life, good, honest, simple work in the home, and putting the Lord and the worship of the Lord first. Right? Especially in our time, someone like St. Joseph would, would, would be like negative zero, right? He, would, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't show up on the radar. And this is a big question we have to ask ourselves as, as men. Are, are we willing to be little? Are we willing to be unnoticed in order to do the things that are actually the great things, the great soul things, the wonderful things? And for many of us, I think the way that, again, this shows up in the most concrete, ongoing way is are we in a tangible way giving the appropriate priority to what's going on in our home? Right? Again, in, I, I, in, in a tangible way. I, I, I say this for, again from my own experience, Brendan, g- well-hearted dads fail or fall short because we're not, we're not really keeping our eye on the ball. We, we're, we're surprised when then all of a sudden we find out that one of our children feels neglected. How is this possible? But, but I, I, I'm the guy that prioritizes that. Or my wife comes to me and makes clear how, how she feels like I've been utterly missing something huge. But wait, I'm the guy that's supposed to understand this, and I thought I was being attentive to this. But no, but no. And so this is where, seen in my own life, seen it with my friends, we need to go back and, and get very hard-nosed and practical. And that's, that's why I'm really into the dinner at home thing, because it's the concrete way to try to put that right order in our lives again. Yeah, well, I, I think you're, you're right on. And, and I think too, um, one thing that, that stuck out to me as we're talking is, is also how, how men are spoken to about their worth and their value. I think as a culture, you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but we, I think so often, not only is it, you know, we are defined by, you, you shared your Aristotle quote that, you know, how we view a man is, you know, the type of people that we're going to produce. And so, 
I I think that um, we've, especially as Americans, we put too much of an emphasis on the financial success that uh, men are called, quote unquote, called to. And it is it is oftentimes how men will value themselves or say that they are valuable if they're successful in their career, um, not just in doing their job, but in what what they make. Are you making that six figure um, salary? And it's just bogus. I mean, and I, and it produces wounds. I think that's something that I've seen um, even as a. uh <laughs> A 20 something year old man, I'm 29 years old and I've seen it in my own father in a way that hurts me because my dad is my rock. I mean, he's my, the biggest example, the best example I have. And I've seen how it's been hard for him at times when he felt like he could have done better financially or in his career. And to see that, I'd say that's, that's not a lie that at least I don't think I told him and I don't think my mother was telling him or my siblings, but it's what society's told him. And it's just such a heartbreaking thing because he's one of, of many, many men who have felt that way. And that's just such a shame. And it's, it's, there's no place for that, but that's what society kind of pushes. Yep. Yep. No, no, absolutely. And we, we need to band together as men. We need to remind ourselves of what the, what, the first things are love a line from Socrates and the philosophers good philosophy always serves the faith Socrates said are you treating the most important things as though they're most important or are you treating less important things as though they're more important Mm. this is kind of the ultimate examination of conscience in a sense it's all right there and and but but you know we're verting to the hard aspect. We we have to be willing to be different. We have to be willing to be different in order to pride our things and be and we're willing to be, have people think less of us and not get the not get the adulation. But you, you know you know Brendan, you know, we can we can focus on. You you talk about people hurting. Gosh, there's an awful lot of hurting going on out there, and it's in the young. They have a hole in their heart. And it's it's in us parents too. I mean, the thing the thing that's so powerful here is you know the mother, the dad. When we're talking about from the point of the dad, we are called, and we need to have that kind of presence in our relationship with our spouse and our children. And we're hurting ourselves, and we often I think we don't we don't see that, and we more kind of take this approach of. Gosh, my children need me. Gosh, my wife needs me. So I need to prioritize these relationships. Kind of like as though, well, otherwise I'd kind of be doing these other things and I'd be just fine. No, actually, we're not just fine. We are suffering. We have this emptiness, a hole in our own heart. And and so it's it's about going back to the basic things, the basic gifts, Brendan, that God has given us. This is what our society is throwing in the trash heap. It's it's very simple, basic things. This is why I keep coming back to home life and the relationships there, the kind of tr- simple things, the porch sitting, the singing together, the playing together, the reading together. 
and especially here, the eating together. This is life. This is where life is lived. This is where relationships are forged. This is where, again, the young learn who they are. And, the, and we, we adults, we, we live who we are by doing that with them. Yeah, amen. Well, I think this is a perfect spot to, to end our first uh, episode. I think we've talked about a lot and provided anyone who's at home, I think, with at least something to think about. And hopefully they're asking them, themselves that question. I know I'm going to be asking myself the question. You know, how can I be more attentive to my my vocation and especially within the home life? And how can I be the husband I'm called to be and the brother I'm called to be and the son that I'm called to be? And, you know, I think you you make a really good point right there at the end of just it's in the complete aspects of the home life of not just it yes the dinner table especially but also these other parts of just slowing down and being present to the people in front of you and i think we're going to talk about that more in episode two but there's there's great value there so um anything last thoughts you want to say or we can well, I'm I'm looking forward. Let's in in episode two. Let's let's get more brass tacks. Let's talk about the some more concrete stuff we can do. But that 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 was that was great. I really appreciate this conversation. Yeah, me too. Well, thank you so much. And to anyone who's at home listening, uh, thank you for giving uh, the Gotta Be Saints podcast a listen. Feel free to subscribe and provide us a review. Those are really helpful for me to know what I can do better. Um, or if it's just five stars, that also makes me really happy as well. Um, and once again, this podcast is sponsored by Good Catholic and The Catholic Company. Use code GATA for 20% off on either one of those websites, Good Catholic and The Catholic Company. Thanks again, and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, click to subscribe. This is a Good Catholic Podcast. Visit goodcatholic.com for more information.